Hello, and welcome to episode nine of When Pigs Fly. I'm Patty McGuire. I am joined by Renee Musaccio and Tracy Melhado. Good morning, ladies. Hello. Today, we are kind of, we're going to thread together uh, part of the topic from the last episode when we talked about your work and shining your light. And today, we want to know, are you dimming your light? And we're also going to dive into how do you hold a higher level of consciousness when you witness those close to you dimming their light? There's some food for thought here. So um, for me, uh, when I recognized that I was definitely dimming my light in a professional setting uh, years ago, uh, I'm just going to keep this short for, you know, for time purposes in that I was in a male dominated field and definitely thought, oh, for me to survive here and be recognized professionally that I have to become one of them. I got to be one of the boys. And, um, you know, it was kind of when I became aware of the fact that I was dimming my light, I did, it started the trajectory towards me recognizing my own ability and owning it, owning my own gifts and allowing them to shine. And, you know, like I said, you, I was beating my head against a wall and you don't get any fulfillment out of that. And so, you know, uh, and I'm sure this can relate to a lot of people. You're, there's a certain belief system or what's considered professional, right. Or acceptable and all these standards that are, you know, bullshit rules. And so, you know, this is a great topic today. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. Yeah, I, I love this topic because I think a lot of us don't even recognize we're dimming our light because we want to fit in, especially like in a work situation, you know, children with school, you know, in colleges, like everybody in, I'll say in a, in a form of power, like, you know, and I'll use like the boss, you know, the, you know, whoever's above you and then the higher boss, whatever it comes down from there and they say, okay, this is how you have to comply. And a lot of us just don't want to say anything. Like we like, nope, that's not what I'm doing. I mean, trust me when I say the newer, and I'm sure you both experienced, especially you, Tracy, the newer generation, like the younger children, they're not, they're not playing by the rules that we were, you know, going on with the soldiers, whatever, but they don't recognize that they're not shining the light because, nope, this is the way things are. This is the way it's always been done. Well, all of those are starting to break down now. And it's a matter of questioning and recognizing that these things are breaking down and recognize it's okay to say something. I think so many people are fearful of losing their job or losing their friends or losing their family, whatever. If I say this or if I do this, and I know a lot of times even with politics, you know, people just can't talk about that anymore because so many families just completely divided. And I know people that all of a sudden don't even talk to family anymore because of the way they voted. And that's like, oh my Lord, like what happened that we can't have our own opinions? So sometimes it's recognizing that, okay, look, I'm speaking my truth and that's you shining your light. Okay, I'm speaking my truth. And if this person doesn't like it, I have to be willing to say it's okay if they're gonna be so offended whatever, they're not gonna talk to me again. And that goes with family as well. And then I know that's tough for a lot of people. They say, oh, no, their family, you're always supposed to be there. Sometimes family just doesn't jive with us either. You know, right. and we have to be willing to say, look, at if this was someone outside that I just met, 
would I want to spend time with them? And if the answer is no, you've got to really pay attention and recognize and say, okay, you know what? I can't spend time there and I'm going to shine my light regardless. And if they don't like it, they can leave. And, or I'm going to put myself in a bubble of light or whatever it is so that I'm protected. And when that starts to happen, you don't, you come into contact with these people, but you're really staying. It's okay for you to shine your light. And this is a good one to actually think, you know, in the mirror as well, or just, you know, saying it's okay to shine my light. Like you're going into a situation where you're uncomfortable and I'm going to shine my light, you know, regardless of how this perceived, because a lot of times you'll actually raise the vibration of that room as well when you're shining your light. But I think Patty, you know, you says a good point. A lot of times it's recognizing when you're not shining it and what you're going to do about it and how you're going to do it. And it's not, you know, big rocket science, not all that stuff, like being aware of it and saying, okay, you know, now this is what I'm going to do and allowing that to move forward. And I know Tracy, I'm sure you have a whole different aspect of that from, you know, where you're coming from. And I'm, and I'm excited to listen to this. Well, I think what has really, especially with teenagers and employees, that at the end of the day, I've tried to say this a few times, that it's all opinions. And politics is such a good one right now, because at the end of the day, everything is someone's opinion. And I'm going to go even further to stretch this to science. Science changes all the time. Science gets it wrong all the time. Physics changes. So at the end of the day, it's someone's you know, really, there's, I don't think there's anything that does not apply to, it's really just opinion, truth is from within, right? It's our truth. And then to explain to people that you have the right to your opinion, but I have the right to my opinion. And I find a lot in the external world is, no, I'm right. This is the truth. This is fact. And they can't even see, no, that's your opinion. That's your truth. Um, so I think that we have to be aware of that and work within that metrics and matrix. And what I've kind of tried to, you know, without my words and well, can you see it this way? Well, don't you see it from my point um, to just hold the energetics of it, which is I get perhaps like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Hold the energetics of how I want my world to look and feel and I, I can't even really put it into words, but I hold the energetics. I hold of love. A, of love, a container. And how I see it is if I'm holding this energetic, it gives whoever, you know, my, my family or my employees or whatever, the opportunity and the availability to maybe see that from, see it from a greater perspective, to see it from the perspective of all, everything. There is no right or wrong. There is, you know, like, so I know that's a big, a big concept to wrap your head around, but I find it highly beneficial, especially with our families, right? Because yeah. one, our, and, and here's the thing with teenagers, you know, you can't like drink and drive. Like that is a kind of a hard conversation of, yeah, we'll do whatever you want. It's going to work out great. Just, you know, there are certain things in life that are serious matters that will get you into a situation that is very undesirable. Um, but sometimes the best we can do is just hold the intention and hold the energy of 
right? Of good, of love, of whatever. Yeah. Hope that they come into that trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you were sharing this, um, Tracy, it brought to mind, I have a couple of clients that in the corporate world that were saying to me, why is there so much silent quitting? And then like they pick on millennials and I say, well, you have to look at it from a different perspective. They've witnessed the struggle to the bone and then having no time to enjoy. And they are choosing to prioritize their lifestyle. Hello. So if I said to you that you can be more efficient, work less, stop struggling, still make the money you want to make and have the time to go actually enjoy it, you're telling me that you would turn that down? Right. And I think the silent quitting speaks to what Renee was talking about because they get in that situation now where they go, okay, well, this is my paycheck. Um, but that, how do I express myself? And they're just, they just think, all right, you know what? They're not seeing, they're not going to see it or they're not going to hear it. So how do I express myself? Right. And that's when you get in that, that energetic loop and you know and what we're trying to do here is encourage you to like and do it in baby steps and saying okay let me right put a dimmer on it's like you dimmed it down like put the dimmer on and just give yourself a little bit and and work into like the truth of who you are you really are and start to express it um and I really feel like you know that that these things all come up again, the energy shifted and these things are coming up for a reason. And we, and it's, it's not about blaming and going back into separation. And um, what I tell my clients is don't just because someone threw you a tug of war rope, it doesn't mean you need to pick it up. Hold, hold them in a space of love and say, great. That's, that's your, opinion and just let it be that and it it doesn't mean you're supposed to pick the rope up and go at it now you're back into separation and you know we want to get back to a sense of community and uh, you know it's the whole reason we've started this community here and so to be in community to be in harmony you can't if you get into judgment and separation it's a gerbil wheel you're not going to and especially if they believe their belief is about they think they're coming from their own vision of this is love right honor that honor that and just let it be and like you said hold a space of love and just you know just sit there if you have to the whole time they're on a rant just say i love you i love you i love you and literally you are anchoring that energy in yourself without engaging Renee, I know. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love yeah. that. And, you know, the thing is when, you know, when you're dimming your light because you, you want to fit in, I want to fit in with this group. I want to, you know, sit at the, the coffee cooler or whatever the, and, you know, have these conversations and people are talking about things that are making you uncomfortable. Because I know I get a lot of clients that, you know, will say that in the corporate world that, well, you know, I want to be a piece and a part of this group. And it comes with just talking about other people. And I said, you know, well, why don't you just sort of reframe that? I said, and when they're saying something about somebody, ask them, well, you know, what's going on with you? Let's let's all try and reframe this a different different way in what that person is going through. Or let's look at this like, okay, what if we let this go and we just let her into the group? Because isn't that what a lot of the bullying is? It's because somebody is feeling that you're shining your light and they don't feel they can. So, so being authentic. Yeah, exactly. 
And as you're authentic, a lot of people are going to, I mean, not always I'm going to cancel places with the opposite as I'm saying it, but a lot of people are going to attack you because they're not being authentic, right? Or they fear it. They're, oh, wait, they're speaking their truth. What the fuck? No. Right. Yeah. They, they don't want to hear it. Mm-mm, no. And then all of a sudden, if somebody else is hearing that and jumping on that bandwagon, well, we've got to tear them down. We have to tear them down because they think they're better than me. Well, if you're feeling like somebody's better than you, it's got nothing to do with them. It's everything to do with you. Well, you know, what, what's inside of you that is making you feel that way? So it's being aware and recognize that. And, you know, exactly what you both said, like not only holding that place of love for others, but holding that place of love for you and saying, it's okay if I don't jump into this conversation or I, or if I'm not a part of this group, if you're standing in your truth, it's really crazy how things can be going on around you and people will be talking about things and you don't really hear it. Yeah. Like, right. You're in or this you, field. Or it was autopilot to jump on. Yes. Yes. So, and, 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 you know, coming up with, I have some, some fun hacks that I use in these situations. Like if mm-hmm. I get, you know, bring a bunch of women together, there could be some judgment, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even though, and a lot of times, by the way, there is no such thing as an innocent judgment. Absolutely. It comes, you're, you're fucking with your own energy when you do it. Mm-hmm. And, but for me, then it was like, okay, how can I be in the conversation? Right hold my space and oh that's that's an interesting observation i say that's an interesting observation or oh i that that's really affecting you what's going on oh i love that because you're bringing it back to them so yeah. that they now have that awareness something's going on within me yeah why is that triggering you uh-huh. yeah but in some situations i just got uh, you know, what do you think? That's an interesting observation. And if they ask me, I'll say, I don't, I'll absolutely say, well, I don't see it that way, but that, you know, I'm just curious, like what, you know, this is really, you feel really very strongly about this. Right. But it's when you're practicing this and you're new to this, it's just having something to say, because I mean, I'm comfortable being silent too, and just letting it fly because I'm this there, I'm right. I'm managing my own energy at that point. And, but if you, if they're used to you contributing to the conversation, you know, come in there with your, with something that is your, your truth that maybe, you, you know, you have to feel it out. Right. And know, okay, what are they willing to hear right now? Right. Um, I mean, if I told them the truth of what was happening when they were in judgment, they would be like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Why are you being right? Why are you dragging us down? And it's like, no, this is a loving, (laughs) this is loving advice here. Um, But, you know, just finding that place where you can still be you and then, um, and, 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 and observe it and still be in the conversation or, and then, or just say, I'm at a loss for words. Like I play with it. If it's something that's way out there that I'm like, there's no way I'm jumping on that. That's right. That's the struggle bus, fear, fear, fear. And then I go, okay, but I have to be loving in that moment. And I am, you know, and I can just, I can just go, whoa, I'm at a loss for words. Oh, I love that. I love that. And what you also have to recognize is when 
you are standing in your truth and you're shining your light and you know, you're speaking your stuff. There are going to be people that all of a sudden are sort of falling to the wayside, like your friends, you know, that you've had maybe, you know, for many years, things like that, you know, they, and it's not like it's got to be a bad conversation. Like, oh my God, you know, we don't vibrate together anymore. You're not the same energy. You're not, it's not, it's just all of a sudden, very gently, very lovingly, they just sort of go there and all of a sudden, oh, I haven't talked to that person in a while. Oh, I haven't. And that's okay. And and you may go to call them or you may go to, you may contact and then something sidetracks you. That's just an indicator. You're no longer vibrating well together. And sometimes they come back around. Sometimes they don't. Oh, yeah. But you have to be willing to say, okay, I'm not going to keep, you know, the way I say it is, you're not going to keep pulling this person with me. Because a lot of people, a lot of clients will say, oh, but, you know, I've had this friend forever or, oh, my God, we were such great friends. And now all of a sudden there's just something weird between us. And then they dim their light down. They, they're they yeah. not going to speak the truth anymore because they want to hold on to that relationship. That relationship is not always going to be there. You're going to keep dimming your light and all of a sudden you're going to go crazy with that. And you're going to finally break out of that field. Let it go naturally. Because yeah. if you don't, and the same thing happens with work, people will say, oh my God, I hate this place. I can't do this. And I get that all the time from clients. And I say, okay, well, are you looking for another position? Well, no, because this is my picture. And I'm like, no, no, no. If you're either going to join forces and go back into that place of love and loving this position, what can you do to change to love this person? Can you have a conversation yeah. with your boss and what's going on? Oh no, they won't listen. How do you know they're not going to listen? What yeah. if they did? What if you shifted and changed? Would you love that job again? And if it's not, then you need to get out of there. And if you don't get out of there, your energy, the whole body says, this isn't my vibration. And all of a sudden you start to create things where you start to screw up at work. Something happens, you get fired you know, because it's It'll saying, crumble. get out of here, get out of this. It's time for you to move forward into this new path into this, this growth and this expansion, but so many people fight that. And again, that's you dimming your light and not speaking your truth, right? Oh, you know, Renee, you bring up such a great point. This affects so many people. We need to ditch this freaking societal expectation that you're only meant to do one thing mm -hmm. for your entire life and master stay at one company for your entire life and like just you have the ability to create. We're creators and remember that you're a creator. And let me tell you, remember back in the day, if you had more than one thing on your resume, they said, oh, they're hopping around. No, you know what? Hop your ass off until you find joy and alignment because now it's not going to feel like work. And then if you're in a work situation that you don't like, you absolutely, how do you want to show up at the place that you want to be at? You have to start showing up here now create, put yourself in that energetic. And like you said, and talk to have an uncomfortable conversation. Cause let's face it. If you're already in that, you're already, you're either silent quitting. You're already spiraling. Shit's going to start blowing up around you because you're not aligned. You're not connected in any way. So it's either you making a conscious decision or it's going to, you've created now this situation around you that's going to play itself out. So you want to shift the energy right away. Just say, okay, I've got to go in tomorrow, but what's the one thing that I love about this job? And, um, you know, and you have to, and, and hold on to that. And I tell people like, look at it this way. What if you um, suddenly 
there's somebody new that you're attracted to at the office. I bet you all that you would want, you're looking forward to going in again. So think of a situation like that to get yourself, you know, they say, you know, be it before you see it is say, okay, how do I want to show up? If I, if I went to a company where I really did want to plug in, I want out of here, you've got to show up here now, the way that you want to show up in that, how, what energy, create that energy now while you have the job. And then now you're not limited either. We, there's never one solution there. It's, it's not, and we're not limited and forget about yeah, you know, if you need to try different things out, do it, be curious, experience it. And then re- you'll start to recognize when you're alignment in alignment and the components you need, the information you need comes to you. And right. And like you said, and it's, it, it's so beautiful and powerful when you allow that to happen, but you got to get out of that resistance First thing is recognize you're in resistance and then say, okay, how can I bring love into this? I've got to find, same thing if you're in a relationship that you feel like is going awry. Um, I had a client, I said, remember why you first fell in love with him? She thought she was heading, that she hired me as a divorce coach at the time. I said, remember why you first loved him? It changed how she treated him, how she showed up. Everything changed. Everything changed. And, but, and you got, it's, it's holding that space. And just, if you find that teeniest little nugget, remember, remember the first day that you got it. Remember the enthusiasm when you got it, what were you excited about? Just replicate that one piece. Cause that's that teeny shift we talked about, right? You just moved the compass. You're not going to see it right away. But I think in this new energetic, you're going to see it a lot faster than ever before. But, and then just, you know, practice staying in that energetic and it really does provide a shift. Well, and that also brings up a good point of when you're in the field, you're like, Oh my God, I can't stand this. We will always see the energy that we're in. Right. So you're in that, no matter what happens at your job, something's going to be wrong. They could give you a huge bonus. And you know what? That wasn't enough because this, 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 like when you're there, you really have to shift that narrative and shift that whole energetic field to start to say, what is it I want to see? And again, exactly what you said, Betty, how do I want to show up here? Because that's what we're going to see. And that's the whole thing in, in all areas of our life. You know, yeah. if, if you you know see destruction or you say, oh my God, this is a horrible relationship and all that. Well, no matter what that person does, they're going to so see the next see. thing. Yeah. So start to shift just like you did with your client. Shift your mind and your brain, go back into what it is I like about this. And if you can't find anything, why aren't you putting your resume out? Don't use the excuse of this is my money. This is what it is because you don't even like it. So now even when you get paid, that energy is going out into the world. So now your whole life just starts to become that, right? Does that make sense? Totally. Right, yeah. Absolutely. And Tracy always has a- uh, You ready for the kick in the ass? Let's the go, company? yep, let's get him. Let's go. do the positive and then I'm gonna give you the kick in the ass. <laughs> Because we also have to look at and honor every our own personal responsibility and humility. And what I see is a lot of people like, well, shit, I deserve to work 15 hours a week and do a lot of nothing and make six figures a year. And I want to, you know, be there. They don't even really want to be in their joy and their passion. But I think we as a society, we need a correction because someone does need to be the plumber. 
and the electrician and work with wood. And I think that we have created this society that everyone thinks that they should sit at a computer for 15 hours and make six figures because I'm that amazing and that I'm that awesome. And I'm not discounting that. I'm showing you another factor of, and I'm out there with a lot of employees and all these kids and they're going off to college and I want to make six figures and I, okay, well, while you're at it, can you scrub that? Thank you for the approval. Um, She's on track. You know, can you scrub the toilet? I'm not scrubbing a toilet. I'm worth six figures. Scrub the fucking toilet. You know what I'm saying? So I am definitely throwing a curveball because we have to encompass all of life. And I, I mean, learning plumbing and, ele- and electric and stuff like that, that's awesome. You can have joy in that. That can be a passion. And I think we are not putting that narrative out there. Well, and we've lost gratitude for people doing those jobs too. Exactly. We've lost gratitude and there's a judgment around it. And, you know, it's no. And if you they're smiling they're smiling. And like you said, they're showing up with their integrity, honor that, have gratitude for it and don't judge it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that goes in so many things that if we just started to look at everybody, no matter what they said they did or what they did or the school they're going to go to, because it's, you know, look down, a lot of these are looked down at your community college and all you're going there. Like it's a judgment and, and, you know, kids are so, at least, you know, when my children were starting to go to college, it was so looked down upon that, oh, wait, what do you mean you're going to go to, you know, ECC for your generals? Well, you know, okay, so that's not a real school. It's like, oh my God. So it's it's such a judgment. And then all of a sudden they're pulling back and they don't want to say it. And then they feel less than because of that. And it's like, no, shine your light and say, yes, you know, because why would I spend X amount of dollars to get my generals out of the way when, now I've only got X amount of loans opposed to, you know, going to an Ivy League school for my generals, things like that. But it is, it's, it's all that judgment and all that ridicule that's helping us. So, okay. So now everybody, let's just stand up, stand up for who we are, stand strong. You know, it's that whole thing of like getting up in the mirror, like, like stand strong, like, no, I'm going to stand in my strength and I'm not going to like, let anybody else's words come into mind because this is what's yeah. right for me. Or when somebody judges you, well, this is what's right for me. I'm glad that, you know, you feel that way. And that's the, that's the route you take sort of flip it back on saying, okay, this is all right. And this is, you know, what I want to do. And Tracy, you must experience that, you know, with your kids in school and everything where all of that's coming at and the judgment from that aspect as well and the business. Both. And I think that's what we're putting out a very, in my opinion, it's, it's a narrative that is not serving you know, because if the shit hits the fan and the electricity goes out for a month and I'm not a doom gloom, like I don't think that's where, but who's the hero going to be? The hero is going to be the person that can go catch a fish, start a fire from scratch. I don't care what your skills are on a computer because guess what? We don't have internet. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to start to value a much broader spectrum of talents and they're, you know, like I said, electricians, they're, they're wizards, like, you know, and, but who, who's out there saying, oh yeah, go to, go to electrician school, be an uh, electrician. No one. Right. Be a plumber, be an auto mechanic. Be a, yeah. be a, be a, be a, well, no, that's not. And know what? You, we, our identity is not our, your career choice is not your identity. It's not at all who you are. Mm-hmm. And 
It's you're a soul. <laughs> you are a soul. And we're not that, you know, the career label. And when we, if we can get away from the label and saying, I'm passionate about this, you know, there's, you know, kids that show like this um, tenacity or for taking a whole radio apart and putting it back together. That's your future electrician. And, and that plays into it again. And then it's like, here's good, throw this on your gratitude list. Are you grateful that you have electricity? Well, does it occur to you like after a hurricane or a storm that somebody's climbing that freaking pole that knows how to fix it? And so are we going to really say to everybody, oh, we're going to frown upon this. And it's, you know, right. It's have gratitude for all of it and understand that. And also that what we perceive to be our needs and what, how we define success has to change and include what's fulfilling your soul. Mm. It has to, because you can ride the gerbil wheel to the corner office and right. You don't, all of a sudden you don't know your family. You've never been on a vacation, but I got the corner office. I got the title and I'm miserable. Right. And so to some it's okay. Their definition of success is harmony, work life harmony. And I only need this much. And that's where I feel rich. And so it's, are you chasing after something that after you got it, you look back and go, hmm, this isn't really what I wanted. And like, right. And just really explore. That's why we're saying like, explore the passion, because I promise you, when you are aligned with what you're doing, you, the word work doesn't, it, it's hard. It feels awkward to even come out of your mouth. Right, Renee? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what I also love about that, the flip side too, is stop judging those that have more, that have mm-hmm. more than you. Oh yeah. You know, and, you know, I hear that all the time and you know, people say, oh, those Kardashians, blah, blah, blah. what did they ever do? Who cares? Like they're happy. And if they're complaining about something because there was something going around and they're, oh, can you believe that Kim Kardashian is complaining about this? And she's got so much, but that's her life. She built this life. And if she's complaining about that is her you know, aspect and her okay to complain about because that's something she doesn't like. Don't judge that. So in every area of your life, look and just have this appreciation for wherever anybody is. And if you want to, you know, be working two hours a day and make, you know, six figures. Okay. Well, Hey, you're a creator, go create it. Yeah. And, and, you know, 90 grand a year might do it for you where you have that harmony and balance and you're doing everything you want. And so, and why would we judge that? You know, we like, for we look what we did to creative people. Like how many people in the arts here? Oh, you can't make a living doing that. That's a freaking lie. That is a lie. It's a creation. And then having faith in, have faith in your creations and and right and it's seeing that bigger purpose when you see the bigger purpose you don't feel like an individual flopping in the sand with no power right so um while we went through that one went quickly um any closing thoughts i think we said it all just love be love yeah (laughs) be love don't judge and absolutely follow your heart if something interests you man go for it go for it. You will be rewarded in more than don't just look for monetary rewards. 
the, the, the pieces do come to you and you do enjoy the success that you want your version of success. Cause that's all that matters. Right. All right, ladies. Well, love you. And we'll see you next episode. Awesome. Bye. Bye.